to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 25. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, we said goodbye to Tanyelle, didn't we? You know, she, she went off and... <laughs> Your prediction was absolutely horrendous, Dave. Oh, you, didn't, you didn't predict the Ron and, and her, you know, reconciliation or you know, show of love, as you said in the last episode. So, I mean, I just want to know what you want to say about that, Dave. You know, I, I'm trying to think. What was your prediction? I said my my head says that it's got to be Tanyelle that'll go. But yes, if my hypothesis is correct, Chris and the producers are an absolute bunch of C next Tuesdays, then they will work a way to keep Tanyelle in. Turns out maybe one or two have a have a human beating heart and decided to not fuck with that couple anymore. And and so Tanyelle uh, was the odd one out. I do think yeah. the chat that uh, Shaq and Tanya was integral to that because I think Jordan might have picked Tanyelle um, uh, if if it wasn't for that chat, but I mean, <laughs> Jordan's speech wasn't the most glowing about Ellie, was it? It's like, yeah, no. it's a platonic relationship in it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so I I was in the right ballpark, uh, which is better than the radar usually is. Let's put it that way. Whoa, 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 <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't don't be so hasty there, David. <laughs> but I think, Dave. For me, like, you're right. Look, look, so I'll take my only loss of the series, Dave. You know, I may have been slightly wrong, <laughs> uh, just a little bit. But but no, I, I was shocked she went. I was, but she isn't with anyone. I don't think Ellie brings anything to the table. I don't think Jordan does either. I've not seen that from either of them. Ellie came and she was a good bombshell for a few days. And yeah. Now she's just integrated herself in to, you know, to the show. If not shocked, Jordan might be, again... The edit, Dave, Jordan might be a great guy, and I'm sure I've not watched the Unseen Bits this series other than the first episode, but I'm pretty certain that when you watch them doing what the normal, that people pissing about and everything, they're not being pulled around and go and sit over there. I'm sure he's a funny guy, but we're not seeing that. So I think if there was a couple going on tomorrow's episode, they these two have got to be favourites because there's something going on at the end of the episode. But yeah, just a bit of a strange one, but I do agree with you. I think that that conversation was the nail in the coffin, wasn't it? It, it just it, it sort of made Jordan think, oh, oh right, fair enough. Because I did think he was going to pick Tanyelle. He's like, oh, she's a friend and blah, blah, yeah, blah. And then yeah. it was like, oh, right, he's picked Ellie. I wasn't expecting that, I must admit. See, that's where the producers fuck with us, isn't it? Yeah. Because, they, you know, when he described all of that, I'm thinking, oh, fucking hell, he is going to go with Tanyelle. Yeah. Nope, the old switcheroo, you describe one person and then you go with the other one. <laughs> like, yeah. You bastards, you've done us again. But uh, I, I agree with you with Ellie. I, I think she was a good bombshell. She definitely ruffled things up uh, when she came in for a bit there, but yeah, not not really seen her. That said, Chris, we've not really seen much of anyone if it's outside of that bloody triangle, you know, of Ron, Lana and Casey. So I, I think... It's going to go to a public vote, isn't it? Your most compatible couple. 
I just want fucking Ron and Lana in the bottom, mate. <laughs> I want them in the bottom. But unfortunately, because they've had so much screen time, there will be people out there who are rooting for them more than other people. So you know, I, I don't think I'm going to get my wish this time. Yeah, I don't think so. And the, uh, you know what was interesting, Dave? I, um, I know we've talked about this, and Ron's got quite a few pelters from us, but it was this very, he seems set up. There was this very weird split one there. So you had like Ron and Kai sat on the other side. And I think people are just sick of Ron because he's just fucked about the girls. Mm. The friends in there, he's pissed about flip flopping. He, he was shot the other day when she'd been Casey off all of a sudden, and then Ron was like, "I'm going to be respectful," and then it's been he's snogging her. And I think there's a bit of needle there, but the guys are all sat together, aren't they? Shaq, uh, Casey, Will, Tom, Jordan—they're all laughing and joking, and then it's like this is a divide. And I'm thinking we've not seen this dialogue at all until this this episode. We've not re- we we have seen it as the audience, little bits forming, haven't we? Like, we know Shaq isn't a fan of Ron. He always goes at him, as we'll talk about. But I, I thought that was a little bit forced to me, Dave. And then when Ron did the fucking, you know, the, the locker room chat about how we're all great friends and there shouldn't be a divide and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I always think, Dave, I don't know about you, but when somebody, I always find it difficult. If you fall out with someone like that or if someone's got a beef with you and they say, right, are we fine? Let's quash it. It's never quashed, is it? <laughs> never. It's always a needle. There is always a needle. I remember a few years ago, and I was training somebody, and I, I was personal training, and this person just random. You know, you, you like you say, like you know what I'm like for being a bit of a, a wise ass and joking. And when I used to do the personal training, and I used to train people, I always built it on like having a laugh. So they were working hard, but it was always a you know friendly, giving them support. It wasn't like no fucking sergeant major, get down and give me ten press. It was always like a bit of fun. And I'd get involved and I'd, I'd mirror up. So I remember just this random bit where I was training this person. He just went, you're getting on my fucking nerves. And I was like, <laughs> I swear to God, Dave, you know you know me. I'm usually pretty good. Like, I thought we said we'd never speak of this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because that happens every day. So, so yeah, we'd be falling out every day. But I'd never forget it. I'd never forget them saying to me, you're getting on my fucking nerves. And you know me, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And they went, no. I'm being serious. You're really getting on my nerves tonight. And I'm like, oh, uh, what? Have I, and I'd not done anything. It's not like it'd been inappropriate. I, don't, I, I, I mean, look, I'm happy to self-reflecting. God, I wasn't being a dick. I know I can be a bit too much for people, but I was like, I don't know what I've done. And I genuinely, to this day, never knew. And after that point, Dave, the relationship was never the same. And it was like, we quashed it like within 10 minutes. But in my head, I was like, Oh, this is over. This now, this relationship's finished. I think once you, you know, I don't. I'm like that. If someone says that to me, and and then it's like they have a go at me, and I think I don't know what I've done. And then, uh, you know, so what I mean. So I always yeah, find yeah. that speech. Don't you dare say anything about us too. But but that's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, exactly what he's thinking, Chris. <laughs> Fuck you. But no, but I do. And I, I, I know I've spoke a lot, but I always find that you can never come back from something like that. So when they did that fucking, you know, let's all come in and go one, two, three team and all that fucking bollocks. It was just so fucking, I was thinking this isn't the end of this one, lads. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, right? No, so, no. so let's start with your situation. Cause I think if my mental capacity is able to do this i think there is a parallel here he's just said something so your trainee right has just said something personal and vague you're getting on my nerves you 
yeah. not like, look, I'm working my ass off here, mate, and you're cracking knock knock jokes. Like, can you just <laughs> can you just pack the it funny, in? The can you can you pack that, that in? <laughs> And let me get on with it because it's really hard to concentrate because that is getting on my nerves, right? That's a different sort of – he's being specific about it where and, and that thing that you're doing. Chances are, Chris, he was probably just having a shit day. You know yeah. what I mean? He, he was probably just being an arsehole and, and had less tolerance. When you've got less energy, you, you, you tolerate things less. And so whatever you were doing, reality is you were probably doing that plenty before. And he's just bit his lip about it. So, so you're right. So you're yeah. right. It probably has soured the relationship because he's come out with this generic statement and, and you don't know what you were doing because you were just being yourself. And it's like, yeah. well, if I was just being myself and I'm getting on your nerves, well, you can't like me very much, can yeah. you? Yeah. So with the whole Ron like, and, and Shaq, they were the main two people who spoke in that. They were both so fucking generic, you know. So Ron's saying, look, you know, it's a bit of a beef and whatever, and we need to just squash it. I want to get back to how things were before. And, you know, Shaq comes out with something equally generic. I can't remember exactly what, but yeah, yeah, let's let's just put it to bed. And that. look, get the actual fucking thing out on the table, right? If they started to speak about, okay, Shaq started to say, look, I didn't appreciate how you treated Lana. I thought that was disrespectful. Tom should pipe up because he's obviously over on Shaq's side. He, he doesn't call out Ron as much, but he does behind his back. You know, Shaq is the one getting it in the neck because he's more vocal about it. But Tom masterfully threw him under the bus, didn't he? Yeah. And was probably that person who made Lana pick. Uh, or, oh, he didn't make her pick, but, you know, just gave her that advice that, you know, you, you've been messed around by Ron, called him slimy and all sorts, didn't he? You know, if they actually tackle what the actual thing was that they're all that's bugging them all, they might have been able to get over it. You know, they might have been a bit pissed off. There might have been a bit of conflict there, but they'd have tackled it. But the way they did it was to just speak in these hugely generic terms. Yeah, yeah, just squash it. But wherever... Whatever has pissed people off in the past wasn't addressed. So as soon as they said that, I'm like, fuck, there's fucking nothing squashed there. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, sorted lads. (laughs) Fucking hey. And I was like, you haven't fucking sorted out dick. And sure enough, you know, it, it, it doesn't take very long for it to all bubble up again. Yeah, you're right. And and that leads into some the guys are cooking meals, aren't they? And I did notice, Dave, and I I get it. Olivia has steak, don't she? And it comes over and she's not happy with it, Dave. And I'm like, well, that isn't a surprise. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, steak is a very subjective food. Now, I, I always, as a kid, used to have it cremated. So it was like fucking eating a salami trainer or something, Dave. Unfortunately, that's how my old man used to cook it because we still take the piss out of it now saying it's like fucking sole of a shoe. However, <laughs> as I've got older, as I've got older, Genuinely, I like it medium rare where it's a bit bloody because it's dead soft and tender when you cook mm. it, and I do like that. But a lot of people don't. Sam you know, eat a lot of steak, but she, if she does, it's got to be well done. So she's the same. She it makes a heave. So I get it. So it's one of them subjective things. But all the people to send the food back, Dave, into an imaginary restaurant. Olivia was the one that had to put the fucking house on. 
that's <laughs> you just send it back just to be arsy. However, that said, the guy, you know, they have a meal, it's all nicey nice, and then the guys are all washing up, aren't they? And Shaq makes a beeline for Ron. Now, what did you think of that interaction, Dave? Well, I think it was bubbling for a while, wasn't it? So, yeah. like you say, the the all the meals went out and everything. It seemed like seemed like when they were making the food, they had a a bit more of a system, a bit more of a fair system going on there. So, some people could obviously cook, other people couldn't. So, the the people who couldn't were doing the the waiting and stuff like that. But I I think this is going to be hugely divisive. Because you know what, Chris? Kids are selfish little cunts, right? And this lot in the villa are just a slight extension of kids. They're still essentially kids to me. And Ron is a selfish little cunt. The girls who were sat there are also selfish little cunts. I think I've just topped my record of saying that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. At least you say, get your but, dick out. Like, but, <laughs> we're not finished yet. Okay. <laughs> but, right, so the, the thing is, right, and and I guess you you went from a, a fairly young age, didn't you? That's how drug. You went from, what was it, 19 to living with Sam? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so was uh, was there someone in the house leaving stuff around, not washing up dishes, and uh, not pulling their weight with the housework and stuff? Uh, probably Sam, Dave, because I do all the housework. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do now. You do now. But I, you know that would have been a learned thing. And also, you're a, uh, the eldest of like fifteen children, aren't you? So, like, <laughs> so, it's yeah. probably yeah. A, an exceptional <laughs> case. So, that, but, yeah. but right. So I, I've lived with. I've lived in communal houses, like where you've just got a, a room and stuff in in a shared house, and fucking hell, it is so annoying when people just don't give their uh, don't pull their weight because you go from or, or some people just go from a, a home where they're being looked after by parents, whether that's mum, dad, 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 mum, mum, whatever it is. And they pick up their clothes after them. They do all their washing. Think Al, right, from Maths Australia. Yeah. And Love Island Australia, actually. Um, So they're just fucking pandered to. And then they live on their own. And then there's a while it takes them to figure out, oh, all these things don't just happen magically. Huh. Weird. (laughs) You know, when I run out of toilet roll and I come back the next time, the fucking... Toilet roll fairy has has not been. What's going on? Honestly, I've lived with some absolutely disgusting people, and it's fucking horrendous, to be honest. So it it, it touched a nerve for me when Ron's like, ah, there's enough for you. Get up there and pull your weight, you fucking lazy little bastard. (laughs) (laughs) So so I was on... uh, Now, to be fair, I think I'd have thought, you know, we're on Love Island. And I, d- I don't think I've ever had that kind of conversation. You know me, I'd, I'd just yeah. be giving it the Homer, fi- Homer Simpson clenched fist, probably. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't think it's wrong for him to say something. But the problem is, Shaq's made himself now look like the dick. The reason being, 
because the girls who are sat there are also fucking lazy and also not used to picking up. I, I honestly think it, it really changes when you become a parent because then there's a whole shower of shit fucking mess that gets created by kids, isn't there? That, that you have to constantly, it's a never ending job to, to clean up. And, you know, it's, but they've not been through that. So everyone just thinks Shaq's the bastard. Whereas I'm sat at home, I'm like, fucking Ron, it's you. <laughs> And then fucking Bertie, big bollocks, and he's like, oh, fucking hell. If it was on the outside, I'd fucking sort him out. Like, <laughs> I know what a dick. What a dick. Really? Would you pipsqueak? <laughs> fucking, I'd like to see you try and take on Shaq. So, um, yeah, he's just a fucking bellend as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, I have not a slight, well, a, a little bit of a slightly different take. I think... No, and, and I'm with you, Dave, because I'm the same where I've worked where someone has a brew and they just go, I'll just leave that on the side. <laughs> yeah, okay, by the I'm, magical fucking that happens every day, dishes David. fairies. <laughs> every day. I, I am, I, you know me, Mr. Soft Ass most of the time, but I stuff like that, I'm like, oi, move it. Well, what do you mean, move it? And I, I will say it to people because I hate stuff like that. It's just bad manners and just lazy, as you said. Yeah. And that does come with with... Being old, and like you say, I, I am the oldest of nine kids. So growing up, it was all on me, Dave, pretty much to do all that sort of shit. Unfortunately, the eldest always gets the shit, Dave. Even if it's someone else's fault, you're the one getting a clip on the head. Yeah. So, so I get that. I get that. That's probably why I don't do that. But with what I, what I found disrespectful was Ron was doing the cocky attitude thing. I think that's what Shaq got Shaq's back up. However, Shaq again. He's getting involved in stuff again, and he's having none of it. The guy's like, just leave it. Ron needs to knock it down a peg or two, and he does, because he was just being like, yeah, I'll be there in a minute, whatever. You know, like, in other words, I'll wait till you finish and then just stroll over at the end and pick a plate up or something. And, you know, so the, the guys were right. They were doing it. But even Kai was questioning it. He's been Ron's wingman. So yeah, yeah, I get I it, that. but I, I'm not sure on, on, on Shaq's delivery again, Dave, because I'm just sort of like, Ron's an idiot, but this could turn very quickly with the public because it seems to be every episode he's, he's checking him in and tell him. Now I think he's been right every time he's checked him, but it does wear thin eventually, doesn't it? If you're going to keep doing that, they've got, they've got a class. If Ron is saying like he's a bit of a hothead, they're going to clash, aren't they? There's going to be some sort of kickoff. This isn't, this isn't the end of it. They've got to have a blowout to sort it out. I think so. Hopefully that comes pretty soon Dave for our, uh, our viewing pleasure. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> no, <laughs> What I would say is I, I kind of agree with you with the, the delivery. I think Shaq, the way he marched over there was just he'd snapped. He'd had enough. Yeah. Whereas the other guys seemed to just be a bit more laid back and just – but now what I would say is how long have you been in there now? Three weeks? Three and a half? Four weeks. weeks. Four, four weeks. weeks. That, yeah, like four Sunday. weeks. And we only get to see the edited bits. I'm guessing that Ron doesn't pull his weight at all. Yeah. So, so this has possibly been building up in Shaq's mind a, a lot more than we've been seeing. Because it's not really interesting, is it? You know, come on, Ron, are you doing the dishes? No, no, I'm just having a. <laughs> Sorry, I'll go go back into my lock stock and two smoking barrels. No, I'm just having a chat right here, mate. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I like I said, I wouldn't have marched over there like that, but you know. <sighs> Maybe I'd have said, oi, fuck face, get over here and pull your weight or I'm taking a shit in your bed, you know, or something <laughs> like that just. 
Oh, so it was you then, Dave, was it? (laughs) (laughs) I admit nothing. (laughs) I thought it was from the cat, it was a dirty protest. (laughs) He's a little bastard, right? Every fucking time I go into the kitchen, right, he has a shit. I am like fucking laxatives to that cat. I don't know what it is. I just literally, I I'll go down into the fucking kitchen. Like sometimes we record there, don't we? And yeah. then it's like, oh, just, just wait a minute, Chris. <laughs> can hear it. I always start laughing, don't I? I always just start laughing. You're like, you can hear it. I go, yeah. It's fucking every meal. Like I go down for my breakfast. You know, he's like, all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, okay. It's the morning. I'll let you off. Go down for my lunch. <laughs> for fuck's sake you can't be going again do i need to change your food um but (laughs) so anyway um yeah i i would probably uh have handled it differently and shone a light on it but yeah i do think it was disrespectful but the net result is that i think Shaq's gonna have made himself to look a bit of a dick because all the girls who were there you know, when they recount the story, gets even worse, doesn't it? You know, yeah. when they're telling other people, it's like, Shank marched over. And he's like, what are you doing? You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, fucking hell, here we go. So, if you, you know, if you're going to go down to a popular vote or anything, uh, sorry, not the popular vote, but like a, an islander vote, then he's a bit in shit corner. But I kind of feel like the other lads owe it to him. You know, the likes of Tom, the likes of Casey, the other people who fucking despise Ron as well, but don't tackle it, kind of need to have Shaq's back here. That's a good point, actually, yeah. Because Casey tackled him head on, didn't he, saying you're full of shit, which is very interesting because a lot of people don't do that, do they? They might say, well, I don't agree with it, but it's very rare. And he was he was head on, Casey. But yeah, I think Tom would be the one that would make him... No, it's but Dave, you know what it's like on a knife edge, these sort of things. Two mm. or three of them have a go at him, and then you start saying they're being bullied and all that, don't they? And, and I'm not saying that it, it, it can't be perceived like that, because it can, and if it's if it's dealt in the wrong way, then it will be. But it can easily turn, Dave. It really mm. can. So it's, inter- it's an interesting watching this, because this happens in real life, these sort of things, doesn't it? So it's It does. Have, have we seen this with boys' groups, though? In Love Island? I, I can't recall. I mean, we, no. we've had, like, Australia season one was, you know, proper um, fisticuffs, oh, wasn't God. it? You know, but, Eden, yeah. but it wasn't like a, it wasn't a slow-burning divide where you've got, you know, a bunch of people over here and a bunch of people over there. I, I, don't, I haven't figured out why Kai is in Ron's corner other than maybe he just feels bad for him and, like, could be that, but I know he was having a moaning about the dishes, but up to that point, it seemed like Kai was in Ron's corner and everyone everyone else wasn't. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting, the fallout with Lana, because Lana was sat there. Ron's her man, as we all know, unfortunately. What's she going to do? Is she going to have a go at Shaq? Is she going to have a go at Ron? It'd be interesting. This next episode's going to be a good one because... <laughs> they, they will all... It, it already started, didn't it? they'll all just gossip furiously about it. <laughs> and like I say, yeah. the story gets worse, you know? <laughs> so, well, yeah, I think, I, I th- I, actually, Tanya said, didn't she? She said, like, oh, Shaq's too much, you know? Yeah. So I think it might, she's the one to watch, you know? Is it is it going to put her off? Is, is it going to give her a, a bit of the ick? Well, you know who's going to be crying, Dave, and go right in the middle of all this? Fucking Olivia. 
nothing to do with her, but she'll be straight <laughs> in the middle of it all, crying. I can't believe what's happened. I'm traumatized. <laughs> she'll make it all about. She'll be like, yeah, can I have a word with you, please, Shaq? And then fucking we'll just get a load of shit, won't we? <laughs> fucking nonsense. It absolutely is. But Chris, we do have a voicemail. We do indeed, David. Would you like to play it, Dave? I can't play it, but you had it. I can play it on my phone. So <laughs> we can't do it. Maybe if you can cut it in. I've got it already ready. I've already uh, okay. MP'd it. Right, on. I'll, I'll say that again, actually. Well, Dave, we have, as you've just said, a voicemail. It is from Joe. I'm not sure what she's alluding to, Dave. It doesn't seem to be an apology for getting it incorrect the other day. It seems to be aimed at... Selected memory. Yeah, reality radar. So here we go. Just bear with me a second while I fill in my uh, podcast bingo card. Every time you use a certain phrase. Here we go. Utter bollocks. Tick. Ron's a dickhead. Tick. Utter bollocks. There it is again. Tick. Fuck all on toast. Tick. <laughs> Chris's reality radar fucking up like never before. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I cannot wait for this episode. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Dave, we need to block this person. He's harassing me. This is actually online harassment against the reality radar. Now, Dave, that means it's one all, though, because Joe got it wrong, and the reality radar is obviously getting mixed signals. It may have been slightly off. I think you're on shaky ground if you're going to start keeping score, to be honest, (laughs) You might want to take that loss. (laughs) Great. She's so good when she sends him. And that laugh was like a wicked, evil, baddie laugh at the end, wasn't it? Like, got you. So thank you, Joe. (laughs) Yes, thank you very much. (laughs) So, Dave, we've had a couple of emails as well. So this one's from Jess Marie, one of our friends over on Facebook, one of our patrons. She said it. Hi, Chris and Dave. Loving your daily, not daily podcast a lot more than the show. I have some thoughts on Tanyelle. I think the reason why she hasn't really clicked with anyone is that she's got a big crush on Ron. Ron's the only one she wants. I don't buy this best friend crap. I think the producers have told us you can't go for Ron because they want to keep Ron and Lana's drama going. Why? I don't know because I'm over it. Jay from the last series said that the producers would not allow him to go for Paige because they wanted to keep the Jack's drama going. Hmm. I think they have done the same with Tanyelle. Thanks, thank you for all the work you put into doing this, giving us this daily podcast. So thank you very much, Jess. So that that's something that Jay said, didn't he, Dave? He ended up with the Ekin Sue thing, and he didn't want to get involved. And then he said no, and Ekin Sue gets called to the, the producers at the front door, and the next minute she's putting it on and having a go at Jay, will not she? So mm, yeah, yeah. This has all come out after it, so that's a great spot. That that maybe makes sense as well. Yeah, I, I just try not to think too deeply about it. You know, I prefer to have that thin veil. Because <laughs> if, if you start to think all of the actions are manipulated, rather than just specific moments, it's like, oh, why do we fucking bother? I mean, I yeah. ask myself 20 times an episode anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> no That's comment. a definite good, uh, good theory, I would say. It is, to be fair. And the next one from Helen, and this is a good take. It's entitled Lana and Ron. 
Hi, Chris and Dave. Against my better judgment, I'm starting to wonder, have we been unfair on Lana and Ron? The boys dividing tonight's episode felt uncomfortable and a bit reminiscent of the way Andrew and Tasha were treated last summer when Tasha, daring to take an interest in other men, had everyone turning against their relationship and picking on her. Yet six plus months post Love Island, Andrew and Tasha were still together. Ron behaved like a muppet and hurt Lana's feelings, but he never actually kissed anyone else, was never exclusive with Lana at the time. And if she doesn't care, why should anyone else at this point? It's a fair point. Now, it feels like Shaq, etc. are using an excuse to take issue with Ron, e.g. washing up complaints, and the whole thing is starting to feel a bit weird and clicky. So maybe Ron and Lana will shock everyone and last on the outside like Andrew and Tasha. That said, I'd prefer, <laughs> this is great, that said, I'd still prefer it if Ron went off the rails in Casa Amor and fired into everything with a pulse. Here's hoping. Now, that sounds like something else is firing everywhere. Keep up the fantastic work, guys, Helen. So... <laughs> Great email, Helen. And that's what I'm saying, Dave. It's on a knife edge now, this situation. You know, it can soon change, even though Ron's been a bit of a bellend and mistreated her, and she's stupid, like what she did the other day to Casey. And everyone was like, well, I'm over both of them. And I know that's still the case for a lot of them. The same, I'm over him, but it can turn the other way. If the lad's carried yeah. having a go at him, it soon changes. So, yeah, I think it's some great perspectives again on this day because we're not always right. and It's just what we see. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be interested as we go into next week how this pans out. Yeah, I mean, the the thing that really irked me about Ron is, is I'm sure, right, Andrew and Tasha were together for maybe a week, two weeks or something. And she did. She, she had her head turned, didn't she, by every bombshell that came in. The thing is, Ron hasn't actually been with Lana. It, they were coupled up from day one. But I'm pretty sure until the next recoupling. Yeah. So they were only actually together together for a few days. And then we talk about this history thing. And what pissed me off the most is just his verbal diarrhea. It is and he's constant fucking lying. So when he's saying to Lana, Oh, I'm gonna, gonna do so sorry, I'll get my lock stock voice back on. I'm gonna fucking dead it, mate. I'm gonna do something crazy, I'm gonna fucking dead it. And Lana's saying, no, you do it. What am I saying? What am I saying? You're saying, no, no, don't say it. Do you remember that conversation? Right, okay. No, I don't, but I'm just going to go with that. Well, Dave, no, no, don't say it. Don't say it. I don't remember what she said, but anyway. (laughs) I'm going to fucking dead it, mate. Dead it. Dead in the water. (laughs) I'm going to fucking dead it. Oh, oh, I know what she said. No, no, even I was going cockney. <laughs> no, don't, don't do that um, because you're going to say something you regret. And if if you do like her and you have a great chat, then, you know, you're going to do exactly what I'm thinking. So just don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, but I just feel feel a bit fucking crazy, you know. I feel like I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to fucking dead it right now. Just you sit down there. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to fucking dead it. Yeah, but... <laughs> Come, comes back. Comes back. Yeah, she's, t- she's actually really nice. <laughs> I, t- I, t- I told you... To, I, I'm doing your accent now. I, t- I told you what to do there. Yeah, Mary Poppins. Come on now. <laughs> oh, come on. Jim Jiminy, Jim Jiminy, Jim <laughs> Anyway, after that hopeless rendition, so... <laughs> Yeah, that was what fucked me off. It's, it's the fucking speaking out of both sides of your mouth and 
You just can't. It's just so full of shit. So could they stay together? Maybe. Um, who else? Fucking Faye and Teddy. You know, the thing is, it is a pressure cooker. I mean, it's a bizarre situation, isn't it? When you're, yeah. when you're in Love Island, it's not everyday life that you just thrust these fucking bombshells uh, and, and they get to take you out on dates and shit. But, um, yeah, so could they last on the outside? I think they could. But it, I, just based off what we've seen, I, I feel like Lana's a doormat. You know, I remember saying when she said, um, oh, what was it now? She said, uh, oh, I wouldn't put up with this on the outside. Or as you'd say, you know, I wouldn't put up with this on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you fucking would, because I fucking said so. I, I'm Ron now, Dave. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we'll get out of there. I'll fucking treat you right. Bit of- <laughs> Bish bash bosh. <laughs> Jobs are good. And- you know, you know, Ron's going to be fucking mates with fucking Luca Bish, and he when he gets out, you can oh, just fucking hundred percent. Oh, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. just tell two fucking balance together. Anyway, massive thank you to everyone this week, guys. I'm sorry for them horrendous impressions by Dave. Mine were obviously always on point, so you know, <laughs> one out of the two. Not sure what Joe was doing with that voice message, but thank you, Joe, as always. Um, we're going to hear more of that, Dave, aren't we? Uh, if you want to email us, cdvialitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdvialitycast, please go to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast, and come and join us. About 470 people now. We are getting towards 500, so thank you so much, guys. We're halfway through the show, so let's try and get up to 500. And if you do want to support us a little bit more, patreon.com forward slash cdvialitycast. So, I was going to say the final uh, Roll Call of Honor of the week, but it's not, Dave. We've still got a number of episodes. I just keep your mouth shut. So anyway, the Roll Call of Honor. It's never-ending hell. It doesn't stop. <laughs> it's Ken, Monkey Green, Lauren Tracy, Hennessy Susan, Priscilla Dini, Katie Libby, Joanna, Noreen, Brianna, Helen Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Joey, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Megan, Cassie, Fiona, Emma, and Schmade Music. So, what a great name. So, thank you so much for all your support, guys, and we go again tomorrow. Awesome. And don't forget, patrons, we haven't got everyone's birthday in. So if you are a patron and you do want to uh, send us a message, send us your birthday and you'll get a special special voicemail from Chris and I. You will indeed. Now, Chris, I am going to go and enjoy a good few hours before we have to watch the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> then we get our day off then we get our day off well earned rest and uh so yeah thank you very much sir thanks to everyone who listens and supports us out there and we'll speak to you next time bye